fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. Our helper, he amid the flood of mortal ills prevail. Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, on this April 3rd Friday. That little intro from Chris Rice singing Martin Luther's Almighty Fortress is Our God. Well, as a lover of history, especially that of Reformation history and Martin Luther, and as we are almost to Palm Sunday and are headed into perhaps an even more anxious and scary time with the coronavirus, I'm thinking of a moment in Luther's life that just might help us a little bit. It was his journey to Worms in the beginning of April, right about now, in 1521. Luther had been summoned to a big convention in Worms by the emperor himself. The convention, called a diet in those days, was a huge gathering of all the leaders of what was known then as the Holy Roman Empire. It was already in session and dealing with all the issues and problems of the day. By this time, Luther's writings, of course, had spread like wildfire through Germany and much of Europe. The Reformation fire was ignited. The papal leaders had expected Luther to simply stop his troublemaking, not so much because his positions were wrong or right or whatever, but because, well, the Pope said so. Luther wanted a debate, a conversation, but church leadership simply wanted him to bow to church authority. And so he was summoned to Worms, Luther hoping for a chance to defend himself. The papal authority was simply planning to give him one more chance to recant and do as the Pope says. The emperor gave Luther a written promise of safe conduct for his journey, and so after much thought, Luther set out to answer the directive on the long journey from Wittenberg down to Worms. I want to read to you just a little bit of, about Luther's journey um, and entry into Worms from the book The Road to Reformation by Martin Breck. Breck says, On the 6th of April, Luther was escorted to Erfurt with 60 horsemen, and there was greeted a festival address for him. Luther was praised in a poem as the one who was cleansing Erfurt of the filth under which it had grown for so long. Luther compared the triumphal triumphal entry with Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. Apparently, Luther was moved by the possibility of his own impending martyrdom. Luther had her- was heralded as the one who was the first in so many centuries who dared to tame the Roman arrogance with the sword of the Holy Scriptures. And this led also to severe altercations between Luther supporters and old believers after Luther went on his way. Well, along the way, Luther also preached at Gotha and Eisenach. Everywhere in electoral Saxony, he enjoyed a festive and enthusiastic reception. Aleander, the papal representative in Worms, was already expecting Luther there on the 15th. He was aware that Luther's journey had become in part a triumphal procession. 
The entire world, old and young, boys and girls, was flocking to the monk, and no one was able to prevent this. The people appeared to be possessed by a mad passion for Luther. The emperor would certainly honor Luther's safe conduct, but if Luther refused to recant, he would subsequently call for the heretic's destruction. Well, on the 16th of April, about 10 o'clock in the morning, Luther entered Worms. Trumpets from the cathedral had announced his arrival. The imperial herald and his servant rode in first, followed by the Wittenberg vehicle. And then Jonas upon a horse. Some of the nobles from the electoral Saxony had procured it. 2,000 people are said to have lined the streets. That from Martin Brecht, The Road to Reformation. Oh, brothers and sisters in Christ, I wonder what Luther must have been thinking as he rode into Worms. We know from his own account he was filled with fear, but God gave him courage to enter the city and stand before the emperor. And believe it or not, from that moment of crisis came the movement for the gospel that we so cherish. I pray that as we face these uncertain and scary times, certainly a massive crisis, that God will give us courage and endurance as well, just as he gave Luther. I pray God will bring out of this crisis a renewed commitment on our part to share the gospel and love our neighbor, that more and more people give glory to God. That seems to be what God does with crises. After all, just think about Jesus' triumphant entry that we're just about ready to celebrate. As he entered Jerusalem and the looming crisis of the cross. Look what God brought out of that moment. Our very salvation and hope. Grace and peace be with you all. is not his evil.